A man should have a hobby. Well, it's... It's, it's more than a hobby. A hobby's supposed to pass the time, not fill it. Is your time so empty? No. Well, I, I run the office and uh, tend the cabins and grounds and, and do little uh, errands for my mother, the one she allows I might be capable of doing. And do you go out with friends? Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. What is up, everyone? My name is Jake, and this is another episode of The Rotten P uh, Podcast, where four friends review movies you absolutely should have seen. And I'm here with uh, three of my friends. What's up? I'm Tyler. What's up? I'm Zach. I'm Scott. Hi, everyone. And we just shared a very meaningful uh, four-way fist bump with yep. Scott. Well, it was more three one-way fist bumps. That's true. Yeah, Scott had four fist bumps, three fist bumps. Yeah. Uh, it was still very meaningful, though. Yeah. yeah. It was meaningful to me. I think that's how we should start every episode now. You fist bump everybody? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I think it's just because I call Scott my mother all the time, and a boy's best friend is his mother. Yeah, that's, that's uh, true. I think uh, number 56, apparently, of the most quotable movie lines of all time, according to whoever yeah. made that list. From Alien, right? When they're talking about Mother? Yeah. 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 <laughs> spaceship. That's what so we're, we're talking doing, about this week is yeah, again, alien. 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 We're not doing Aliens. We're doing Alien again. Okay. Is that a, the next movie that comes out? Alien again? Alien yeah. again. Yeah. Alien again. <laughs> yeah. It's just Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver's on a ship, and she's like, again? Again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just uh it's just like alien semicolon again. Mm. Uh I do want to just start by saying JP stop listening go home. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Uh I yeah, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> We're talking about psycho this week. Yeah, like JP. <laughs> Is a psycho? He's I could see him killing people. I've got a question. Is the oct still out? Always. Okay. Oh, the it's Oct still is out. out. It's never coming back. Don't okay. wait around. Much it's, it's like your dad that went out for cigarettes. It's not coming back. Gotcha. Very Oct, much spook. No, no Oct. Very Oct. No Oct. The Oct but there's is no, out. It's out. How can it be very? It's very out. Oh. Very out Oct. Then. Very out. Just, just say very out. Much spook. Much spook. Yeah. Yep. Holy wow. Holy wow. <laughs> Holy wow. Um, cool. What are we talking about? The Psycho. Psycho? Yeah. Okay. The color remake with Vince Vaughn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Favorite, uh, favorite scenes, favorite lines? <laughs> I really like when Vince Vaughn crashes the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And he's talking about crab cakes. I like it yeah. when, when he's playing football. With Bradley right? Cooper? Yeah. 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 I like it when he goes quail hunting. I don't even know what a quail is. <laughs> Is that a line from Alien? Yes, from Alien. Yeah. <laughs> it's from Alien again. It's from, from Alien, oh, Alien again. again. Little known fact, he actually stars in Alien again with Sigourney Weaver. Vince Vaughn does? Yeah. Vince Vaughn is playing Sigourney Weaver. Oh, he's Sigourney not Weaver Ridley. is playing the Alien. Yeah, he's not playing Ridley. He's playing Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> it's so weird that Vince Vaughn like, is continually reprising these like iconic roles. Yeah. 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 Huh. That's kind of cool that he's like found his like niche, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I always say Vince Vaughn needs some wins. I've, he I've, does need some wins. Yeah. I've heard that he's breaking out of horror, though, and that next he's uh, he is replacing um, uh, uh, 
just blanked on his name. <laughs> All right. Morgan Freeman <laughs> as uh, Nelson Mandela. Oh, yeah. are they going to say he's replacing cool. Morgan Freeman as God in uh, no, 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 Evan no. Almighty? He, yeah, no. Bruce Almighty. Evan no, Almighty. that's that's a role that can't be touched. But okay. but that's true. Nelson Mandela, we could do better. Yeah, you know, uh, I I'm excited to see that. Maybe he'll gain more fans than just Scott after his uh, Nelson Mandela. The 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 Vince Vaughn fan club is just Scott's bedroom. Yeah, I'm the only one, Vince. If you're listening, I got you, man. Cool. Well, what did you think of the original Psycho compared to the Vince Vaughn? Uh, Vince Vaughn for sure. Way better. Yeah. It's, mm. I mean, it's got color. So. <laughs> yeah. And Gus Van Sant. And Vince Vaughn. And Gus Van Sant is just such a better director than Alfred yeah. Hitchcock. Yeah. More and iconic. Vince Vaughn yeah. is better than whoever this guy is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anthony Perkins. I agree. <laughs> Anthony Perkins. I agree. Yeah. I uh, Speaking of Anthony Perkins, I loved him. Nobody's better than him at this, I don't think. At what? At this, like you, you're, we were just talking about, like I was thinking about recasting him. Yeah. And if you were to make this movie today, I don't think anybody would do a better job. What's funny is he's the only person that I thought of a recast for. Really? Yeah. Was it Hayden Christensen? <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna try to read, that's a really bad. He's not. Pick. He's like the least affable guy I've ever met, or I've not met, seen. I feel like his. Uh, this uh, Anthony Perkins character in this it was just like uh, Anakin. Anakin in in the second one in Clone Wars, just really like weird and not delivering things right. And really, like, yeah. So what you're saying is maybe uh, I mean I think he did it on purpose. Like maybe he was just emulating uh, Psycho. Like maybe for his. Oh, I thought yeah, you were going to say that Anthony Perkins was emulating. Uh, Attack of the Clones. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying Hayden Christensen yeah. was just like, okay, I need to like prepare for my role, and he was like Norman Bates. That's that's who Anakin it's Skywalker most like is Anakin. to me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, his mom died, but he pretends like she's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he gets really angry and kills people, the women and the children. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of connections. Yeah. That's fair. Well, we are uh, tackling the the Hitchcock classic Psycho, uh, not to confuse anyone with Vince Vaughn, uh, which was uh, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, written by Joseph Stefano and Robert Block, uh, based on a book, though. Uh, I don't know who wrote the book, to be honest with you. I don't know. Even in the trivia, they were just like, oh, the novel. They didn't even name it. Uh, This was released on September 8th, 1960. Uh, and, uh, it, the other guys have it at a 96%. So two below alien, uh, but IMDb has it at an 8.5. So we are continually through spooktober. We are climbing in IMDb score. We'll yep. see if we continue to climb in, uh, the last week in RP. Yeah. Um, the, it did not receive any Academy Awards, but was nominated for Supporting Actress, Best Director, Best Cinematography, and Best Set Decoration. And its ROI was very impressive. Mm -hmm. 32 million on an $800,000 budget. So speaking of the ROI, uh, uh, Universal or whoever made the movie, uh, they didn't think that it was going to do well. And so, uh, Alfred Hitchcock forewent his $250,000 salary, uh, for 60% of the movie. Ah. And then this ended up being his most profitable movie of his career. Nice. And so he made uh, the equivalent of $120 million in 2020 money. Wow. Mm. Uh, instead of uh, whatever. That's really cool. Made. Well, and I'm sure his royalties on this 
over the last, like for his estate, like the royalties on this are probably ridiculous. Yeah. And I, yeah, like probably, you know, gets credit for Bates Motel or whatever. Like, oh yeah. He's going to get, he, like his estate is going to get royalties on all of that probably. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I think this is our, our fourth best ROI right behind our first Spooktober pick. Oh, oh really? The Exorcist. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's interesting how just how profitable horror movies are yeah you know three of our top four are spooktober yeah mm. yeah i mean people love them i don't know i don't get it we're not those people but yeah. people do i like this movie <laughs> i like like the it, it's old and it's fun and I, i've watched it. it it's still kind of funny though that like it's not like it was just this recently now everyone like like since the 60s people have been been paying big bucks to come watch horror movies, you know? Oh yeah, totally. Well, and I would say probably more so in yeah. the like I I would say like early film it, it has a lot more horror than comes out today, like proportionally, you know? Mm. Like you think about like all of the you know creature from the black lagoon, black lagoon and Dracula yes, and you know. Speaking of creature from the black lagoon, that is probably going to be my next year spooktober for the fans. <laughs> I thought of that like last week. Yeah, I mean, I have no clue what it's even about. Is it from like nineteen forty three? It's pr- it's very old. It might uh-huh. be the thirties, honestly. Yeah. Really, it's very. That's very unfortunate. Old. <laughs> <laughs> it. M- <laughs> I have not seen it. It might be a silent film. It's not. Okay. <laughs> I've seen it. And you like it? I mean, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm excited to really tank Spooktober next year. <laughs> I'm going with Predator, so. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I you were going to say, I'm going with Chucky, too. Why did we go, like, like last year, Spooktober is such a miss, and then this year we've killed it, and then now we're just talking about tanking it again. Like, I don't. I'm, I'm giving the tots what they want, Tyler. I'm committing to Rocky Horror Picture Show next year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what's your good pick going to be? I don't know. Like, Tyler, you have a choice. Honestly, I was going to go with what I thought was going to be, like, a crappy pick, but, you know, like, way better than these. So now I have to, like, what? go no, even better. What, what I'm curious, were you actually, pick? what was it? Poltergeist. That's a good one. Yeah. You, you have a choice between the blob and creature from the Black Lagoon. Sorry. I choose Creature from the Black Lagoon. The Blob uh, has a banger song. Actually, though. you know what I'll probably go with next year um, is probably the original Amityville Horror. Mm. Not Texas Sorry, Chainsaw I took, Massacre. I took a drink right when you said that, but uh, I, I'd be very excited to watch that. Amityville is a great movie. You know, I, I hope you do that. I mean, well, I when did it? Won't. When did it come out? The sixties, I think. Sixties okay. or seventies. Pretty old. I, I'm joking. I wasn't going to do Rocky Horror. I'm going to try to pick one that I think is a good movie. Okay. So. I might do the whole Predator AVP thing. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Jake will pick an All right, Jake, movie. tell us why you chose Psycho. Um, well, as I've said before, not a huge fan of, like, scary movies. And so this is one, like, that one genuinely I like. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid, probably, um, which is, like, shocking like reading some of the trivia about like how shocking this was to audiences then that I watched it when I was a kid and I was like, Oh, that's nothing. You know, it's just weird how much things have changed. Um, and I like it. I love Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, and it's, this has got to be his probably his most iconic movie. I can't think of anything that's, that's more iconic. I know like other things are more celebrated. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's a good time. And if we're going to do spooky movies, we might as well pick, uh, one of the more iconic ones, you know? Yeah. 
Zach, what did you think? Was this uh, your first time? This was my first time. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I, I didn't like it. I, I really just didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I think technically, like, it, I'm sure it was really good. I thought the the score was really good. Like, I liked that. There were scenes that I enjoyed um, before the pod. Jake, you were talking about the way that they made the house, like how it was like a... Oh, yeah. So you, you can see it, it's a house and a motel that they built, and you can mm-hmm. see them on the Universal lot if you go to Universal Studios and take the tour. But they, like, they built, like, in a, like, a, they use, like, forced perspective, and they, like, built it, like, I guess, like, like what do they do, like, narrower at the top to yeah. make it look taller and, like, more imposing from exactly. the motel. Yeah, like, and I thought that was cool. I thought it looked cool. Like, I, I thought it looked good. Um, so I'm sure that technically, like, this was really great. I think a lot of what just didn't work for me is just, it's, it's just so old, you know? Um, so I think everything that was probably so effective to audiences back then, just nothing worked for me. Like I was just, I was so very bored throughout Were most you, of the movie. So like for me, cause I, I honestly had forgotten, I'd forgotten everything that wasn't at the motel, like with Norman, uh-huh. you know? And like that, those were the parts of the movie that I wasn't as engaged in. But when, uh, Norman, was there and when they were at the motel i loved all of those scenes like were you still bored in those or was it like the whole kind of yeah like it just it all felt very underwhelming um it, it felt like much less was happening plot wise than i expected uh-huh. uh like the shower scene w- when does the shower scene happen uh like, i pretty quickly like maybe like 40 minutes that's what i would have guessed because to me 40 minutes seems like a long time to wait yeah, I, I I felt that too. Like like the the whole drive from Phoenix, I was like, this is a bit, long, yeah, you know, like it just felt like there was there were really wide gaps of when like important plot points happened, uh-huh. um, and I didn't like like Marion was the character that I cared about the most. She uh like because it opens with her, and we're convinced that we're supposed to care about her. Yeah, and and uh, I and I think that she, whoever the actress was, I don't remember her name. I thought she did a good job. Mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of times I have a tendency to like have a hard time connecting with, maybe with uh, with characters from older movies. I think because they're just not played in like a as as a realistic way as maybe they are now. Um, but I, I felt like the way that she played it, like her character, I felt like there were little nuances or like little like character ticks that she did. That just made her feel like a very real character. And so I I liked her. I remember thinking to myself, like, I, I think she's playing this part really well. Mm-hmm. And then once she dies, like, she was the only character I really cared for. And so if there's still a majority of the movie left and the one character that I'm caring for or rooting for is dead, I just have a hard time at that. Like, I, I lost interest and I didn't have any interest in the movie after that point at all. Mm. So even, oh, I was just going to say, so even though the movie did feel slow up until that shower scene, I was still engaged and had an active interest in the story and the plot. And then once she's dead, I just, it was gone for me after that point, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I didn't like, again, I I didn't remember the movie that well. And when she died, I was like, oh my gosh, she's already dead. Yeah. Like I thought she was in it for so much more and I did like her and Norman, but I really liked Norman, honestly. Like I, I think that he is interesting. Uh, I like what Anthony Perkins did. It, it was like at the beginning, it was like, Oh, like he's like pretty affable and like kind of charming. And then he just gets like a little bit weirder. Like then like the cracks start to show. And I thought all that was interesting. And I was very bought into that. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I, I was still bought in because of that. But then like when, it, when she was dead and he wasn't on screen anymore, I was like, okay, 
Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I thought he was fine. Like, I'm sure he was good at the time. I think it really is just like we've seen so many other portrayals of psychos how many Mm -hmm. countless times since then, you know, and... uh, I was gonna, I was gonna kind of like spoil the next movie. I won't, but we've seen, I think, just much more interesting, engaging, creepy serial killers since. Uh, that this just didn't do it for me. And I, I, I was reading some reviews, um, not from any like actual critics, just some like user reviews on on Letterboxd. And and I remember someone saying like that last scene with. What's his name? Anthony Perkins. Mm-hmm. Like when he looks at the car- uh, the camera and, and smiles, it was bone chilling. I had chills and I I was gonna have a hard time sleeping. I'm just like seriously, like I, it, th- that was fine. Like it, <laughs> I never get like I would I never expected to get that, but yeah. like I I I thought it was I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it, I didn't think it was scary at all, and I didn't expect to be scared, but I just. It was just so uninteresting to me. And I think part of what I was, uh, like, I think maybe if I had no expectations of this movie, I would have enjoyed it more. But, like, I have so many friends that really love this movie. Hmm. Like, it's it's one of their, like, favorite movies ever. So I, I went in with kind of high expectations. Um, but just almost none of it worked for me. Uh, yeah, I think I am not as harsh on my thoughts on it as maybe you are, Zach. I do think it was old and it felt old and it lost some of its um, pizzazz because of its age. Uh, but out of all the old movies we've watched, I think this is probably the best one out of anything like this. Really? Better than like, you liked it better than you liked Vertigo? Um, I think I did like it better than Vertigo. But I think Vertigo was maybe... I don't know. They're just so they feel very different to me. See, uh-huh. I f- I like l- watching this now. Looking back at Vertigo, I think I appreciate Vertigo so much more because it just feels like way more happens in the movie. Mm. Like it just feels like there's more plot points that are happening and more interesting things throughout the story that's yeah. keeping me engaged and in, in things that I'm not guessing. Like the reveal at this at the end of this movie was just so. Why, whatever yeah, you guessed like, it like 10 minutes in and you know what's hilarious is that you know that scene where they have the, the the psychiatrist scene where he's really like hammering home like this is what's happening this is what's going on with him like alfred hitchcock hated that scene audiences hated that scene they say it's the worst hitchcock scene in any movie and uh the the studio just thought that people might not get what happened and they might not understand so they insisted that that scene be put in from the very first time what you hear the mother's voice and they're arguing, I immediately was like, oh, that's what the whole plot is. Interesting. I yeah. see. I didn't call any of it, but by the time it did get revealed, it's just, it's so underwhelming to me. Like mm-hmm. it, it, I, I didn't th- think it was interesting at all. I think you, you changed my, I think I do like vertigo more cause I w- didn't see some of the things coming in. Vertigo. Yeah. Vertigo had that really kind of heavy handed explanation, but honestly I needed it. I was like, what? No, like what's going on? And uh-huh. then they have that note. And I was like, if they didn't have that note, I might've paused the movie to Google what happened. Mm-hmm. And Psycho feels like, even if maybe it was original at the time, I feel like, like we've said with a lot of older movies, we've seen it really similar reveals. Yeah. Whereas with Vertigo, I can't think of anything that did what Vertigo did even after the fact, you know, like it still feels very original and unique to Vertigo. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I had seen Psycho before, um, but not really paid attention to it. 
Um, so I, I would count this as like my first time really watching it. Um, and, uh, I would known the story, like I've, I've watched, I, I watched Bates Motel and like, you know, the Norman Bates character is just, he, he's a part of zeitgeist at this point. Yeah. Um, I thought Anthony Perkins, uh, I agree with you, Jake. I thought he was terrific. Like, I remember halfway through this movie thinking, like, man, he's a really good actor. Like, this is a really great young performance from from an actor. And I think this was, like, one of his first films. I'm pretty sure this was his, like, uh, featured debut. I think it was, yeah. And uh, and ultimately, it's really... I, I mean, he acted in some other movies, and he acted in quite a few foreign films. But he reprised his role, like, four times. Did he uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, most recently in 1990. So like, oh wow, yeah, like he he was Norman Bates for his whole life, really his entire career. Um, and uh, I I think he was terrific. I I didn't think that the the smile at the end was bone chilling, but I thought it was really dramatic. And and I think that you're right that a lot of things have become derivative of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but this being really you know one of the earlier. Uh, stories of its kind, I think really set the tone and set a landscape for uh, a lot of movies to follow. And really probably to be honest with something that we talked about in Zodiac really probably primed uh, an entire country for an obsession with psychopaths. Yeah. You know, like the, it really started here. And so I give it a lot of credit and I completely understand why. Like, like what having, if I were in the night, if I were in 1960 and watched this, uh, it would absolutely make me fascinated with this type of a human being, you know, that this mm-hmm. type of a human being could exist. Um, and so I, I give a lot of credit to that. I agree that the movie was not nearly as rich in plot as Vertigo, but I kind of blame maybe Robert Block for that, the guy that wrote it. Um, it's just not, it's not as interesting of a story. It's not as intriguing of a story. It's a lot more flat as a story. Yeah, it's definitely. interesting that you, uh, that like the way I'll kind of feel that way because like Alfred Hitchcock loved the story. He loved it so much that he was doing everything he could to stop people from seeing, like hearing the story before they saw the movie. He like, he bought the rights to the book and then he went and he bought every copy of the book he could find. So nobody would, wow, nobody would, uh, be able to read it and then like he would like he gave all the theaters that were showing the movie a record to play in the lobby and that record every so often was a 10 minutes to psycho time five minutes to psycho time and he was like theaters were not allowed to let people in after the movie started because he's like i don't want anybody ruining my story by walking in midway through the movie like he loved it loved the whole story hitchcock would not have survived in the internet age (laughs) five minutes in all right i'm done it's crazy to uh like talk a little bit about the the whole police aspect that you were telling us earlier oh yeah so he included that sheriff scene like in an interview he was talking about why he included that sheriff scene because the guy was like that scene kind of sucked and he's like this is like everybody always asks when they watch a horror movie why didn't they go to the police and I, I've always said, because it's terribly dull and not interesting and this, and I, I put this in here to show like, this is what happens. It's not interesting. This is when they go to the police. I find it so fascinating that like Hitchcock 
cared so much about this story and was so intentional about like not having it ruined. Like he, he really like, like tried to preserve this story as much as possible yet included a scene that he thought was dull just to prove a point. He seems like the pettiest person of all time. Yeah. And totally. I super respect it. I yeah. But hilarious. it's just, it, it doesn't, I don't understand the logic. Like, like throw in a scene that you already think is going to suck into the story that you love. Yeah. And care so much about like, why not throw that into like a lesser movie of yours? You know, like, I think that a lot of people thought that this was going to be a lesser movie. Like, like as far as mm. like, like maybe he loved it, but I, I, nobody thought it was going to do well. Yeah. Uh, like the, the studio didn't, that's why they gave Why him. is that? Why, why did they not? I think, think they that? thought that the material was too gross too for the dark. time. Like, like Walt Disney refused to let uh, Albert Hitchcock shoot at Disneyland when he wanted to. He's like, oh, he's the man that made that disgusting movie Psycho. Mm. So like there was that kind of like polarizing split. And I think that a lot of people were like this, the, like the nature of this content is too disturbing. People aren't going to like it. Which is funny because it was, it's so tame compared it's to so stuff tame. that we see today. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could see worse things in like, just like, Maybe even a comedy, like worse content. <laughs> oh yeah, like today. Zombieland. Yeah, yeah. Like that's Ten like Bombs a... was way more like <laughs> graphic, graphic than this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Which I think is, I think is hilarious to see, like where we've come as as a society. Where like, like there was like rumors going around that this movie was going to scare you so bad that you wouldn't be able to speak. That's just insane. Yeah, it's just nuts. And like I literally, I watched it when I was a child, and I wasn't scared. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh-huh. which is yeah. It, I it, wonder. Do you guys think Hitchcock started that uh, that rumor that rumor that you wouldn't be able to speak? Maybe. It sounds like something he'd do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I didn't realize that this movie came out in the '60s. I thought it was older. I think it's crazy that there's only 13 years difference between this and The Exorcist, where mm. The Exorcist seems like a hundred times over so much more graphic and unsettling than psycho. I would have thought that there were decades between the two. Uh huh. Yeah. The, the thing that like, cause I guess I had never seen the shower sequence in its entirety. Like obviously the scream is so iconic and you know, and the music and, and the scene, music yeah. and all that. Um, but yeah, like watching this through this time, it, it was like, we, you don't even see like, the knife like go into her skin. It like yeah. rubs up against her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. then like like the blood was chocolate syrup, and and there wasn't enough of it. You yeah. know, for there the, was barely uh, any blood. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> like even when she like slid down the wall, I was expecting it to be on the wall blood behind on her, the wall. and it was yeah. nothing. It was, looked so pristine. Yeah. yeah, like it was it was very yeah to your point, very sanitized, very not graphic at all compared to. But that like Back was so disturbing to people that the the actress that played her I, I forget the actress's name she was she Julia something yeah she watched the scene and she's like oh I'm not taking showers anymore I'm just gonna take baths like she was so and like uh, some some girl watched the movie and her dad sent him uh, sent Hitchcock a letter he was mad at him he's like well she won't take baths after she saw this movie uh, <laughs> Diabolic and now she's not gonna take showers because she saw your movie <laughs> and then Hitchcock said we'll just send her to the dry cleaner that's funny um, <laughs> so like that 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 bothered people and you're right like it's crazy that 13 years later we had the exorcist do you think a dry cleaner would clean a human probably not (laughs) (laughs) but what if hitchcock came in and and asked that drink yeah probably i wonder how much it would cost i don't know like hey can you you clean my skin (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, like what do the chemicals do to your skin? Probably nothing good. Nothing good. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The, these are the kind of questions that set our podcasts apart. Uh, apart <laughs> you know, like no one else. Rogan's not talking about this kind of stuff, you know? Oh, Joe Rogan. I was like, who's Rogan? <laughs> Rogan's too busy just taking a bunch of pills he found on the street to, <laughs> to cure COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I will say, uh, I remember the shower scene. I enjoyed the shower scene. It's always fun to watch an iconic scene right. in its proper context, but right. also feeling a little underwhelmed. But the, the, the shot right afterwards of Marion's face just against the floor and her eyes open, and like I, I remember thinking, like, that shot's genuinely pretty unsettling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I remember being pretty impressed by that one shot. Uh, I was then, impressed by how well she was able to just be still and keep her eye open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. I was like, my eyes would be drying out, and I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> so, apparently, uh, Julia, whatever, she only had three weeks to work on Janet this movie. Lee, Janet, Janet Lee. She only had three weeks to work on this movie, and she spent one week filming the shower scene. So, a third wow. of her time on this movie was filming that scene. Mm. which is pretty nuts, I think. And yeah. also, like, about uh, another thing about that scene, which I you're right, like, the, the, the score is what makes it so iconic, I feel like. And Hitchcock wanted it to be silent. And then uh, the, the guy the who scene. did... Yeah, the guy who did the score just scored it anyways, and he's like, no, you're right. And then he immediately changed his mind, yeah. and he doubled his salary because the score was so good. It It's really good. Like, I, I think that was probably the part of the movie, the aspect of the movie I enjoyed the most. I almost kind of wanted that to be our audio bit. It's was the scream. Iconic enough, I feel like. Yeah. might have been able to. Yeah. Um, but I was voted, like, number four. Uh, AFI did a list of, like, 100 years, like, the best film scores of the last 100 years, and it was number four. Wow. On it. I wonder what beat it. I don't know. Let me look it up. Uh, maybe when there's I a think one. it was uh, number one was The Last Castle. Yeah. 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 It's just numbers one through three were The Last <laughs> Castle. <laughs> and then... Uh, uh, it was The Last, last castle, castle, the second to Last Castle, <laughs> the third to Last Castle. And then this. I would love it if the sequels, uh, the sequel <laughs> to The Last Castle is the second to last castle. <laughs> AFI's uh, 100 years of film scores. The top five are uh, Star Wars, A New Hope. That makes sense. Uh, Gone with the Wind, Lawrence of Arabia, Psycho, and then The Godfather. Wow. Okay. And then Jaws. Hmm, that's cool. I was, I was surprised Jaws wasn't in the top five. Uh, yep. Number six. Star Wars, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone knows that as soon as it comes so, on. So, yeah. yeah it's uh, it's crazy that... So, uh, what, what's his name to the Star John Wars? Williams. Yeah, John, he, John did, Williams. he did Jaws too. Like, he's, he's, the, he's, he's the GOAT. He's got to be in that list 10 times. Yeah. Uh, probably in the list 10 times. Indiana he's in Jones. The, he's in the top two twice. He's the only person that's in the top two twice. Top 10? Top 10 twice. I'll sorry. say uh, top two twice is just top two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's and the only him. one. And he's the only one. I mean, technically, he's not wrong. That's he's true. in the top two That's twice. A correct sentence. Yeah, if it's true. Uh, but yeah, Psycho. I'm excited for next week's pick though, because Tyler picked Vince Vaughn's Psycho. Yeah, yeah. It was just like It'll a, a, a comparison back to back. of a shot for shot remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, just also, with better actors and scored by John Williams. Yeah. If it is actually, that would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Who else was in the Vince Vaughn remake uh, of Psycho? Who cares? Honestly, a lot of pretty famous people. I feel like it was a lot of people. I was like, they're in this? Yeah. Uh, So Vince Vaughn, Anne Heck, uh, Julianne Moore, Viggo Mortensen, William H. Macy. Viggo Mortensen? Viggo Mortensen. He's the boyfriend. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Sam Loomis. Uh, Philip Baker Hall uh, is the sheriff. 
Um, yeah, those are the main people. Speaking of like the, I guess the the other characters, like the detective, I had a weird moment where like you know like I knew the whole time. <laughs> Flea is in the new one too. Really? Yeah. Who's Flea? <laughs> uh, he's he's the basis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. As far um, as I'm concerned, that automatically makes the the superior psycho. It's gotta, yeah. Anything with flea. Um, anything with flea, yeah. Did like I knew the whole movie though, like oh Norman's the guy, but when the detective came around, the private eye, I was like, get out of his business, man. Like something happened, and I was just like, found myself on Norman's side, <laughs> and I don't know how, you know. But that's, I was like, just leave. Like you're you're not you're not you can't be here. You know, so in, the, else? in the new one, that's William H. Macy, which just is perfect. Uh-huh. Like he would be the detective for yeah. sure. What's funny is during those scenes where he's talking with the uh, investigator, he just keeps screwing himself. Like he could have easily had it and it made him such less of a villain to me that he was like an idiotic villain. Well, I don't think he's idiot. He's just deranged, you know? And like, honestly, like he doesn't remember. He, I he think. couldn't carry like a regular conversation to cover for himself. Like, I think like he kind of remembers. He kind of doesn't like, he knows something's wrong. Right. Obviously. But I don't know. Like, like he goes into the house and he's like, Oh mother blood, what happened? And, but like, that's, he was mother, you know? So like, I think it's just and like, nobody was around to hear that. It wasn't like, it was like, for anybody's benefit. I think Mm -hmm. he's just confused, you know? Yeah. I mean, so like reading about the book a little bit, um, it like it's described as what's called like a tulpa, which is, it's not really that he has like multiple personality disorder or anything like that necessarily. It's just that he's created this. He's, he's manifested this like, uh, essentially like an, an imaginary friend in his mother. So that's why he's like having dialogue with it because like in his, he's hallucinating that his mother exists. And so then sometimes he has to give her uh, action and intent by acting it out himself. Um, but then in other times he's having conversations with her. He carries the corpse back down to the fruit cellar. Like he thinks that the corpse is animated. And so like in, in his head, he's just some dumb kid who's trying to cover for his mom's murder. Like, of course he's afraid of a private eye asking questions. Like it didn't, to me, it didn't seem like, I mean, I guess he is the villain, right? But he didn't seem like a villain. He just seemed like, I don't know, like sick and confused. But then it it feels like, why would he like, like smile so menacingly at the end? Well, because then that was when he was like all his mother at that point. And she is... Mm. The bad one. So there are three like manifestations, I guess, of Norman Bates. There's Norman, which is a scared kid that needs his mother mm-hmm. that was like sexually abused by his mother. And so he's like stunted. And so that's the, a boy needs his mother. That's Norman. There's Norma, the mother. Mm-hmm. And then there's normal, which is just a guy that like functions as a normal human adult kind of a thing. And so at the end, he's, he's just, Norma, he's not Norman anymore. And that's like, like as his mother is talking, like she's like, I had to give over Norman so that they wouldn't suspect me or whatever. So he's just, he's completely lost it at that point. Mm. You know, like he, he, he's lost the, the fight against. So is he like in the sequels, is he like full Joker mode now then? I haven't seen the sequels. Okay. Is there, how many sequels are there? Three? More than two. Yeah. That's crazy. There's three sequels. I think, I think there's psycho one, two, three, and four. Are they, are they, they're about Norman or is it like, they're all about Norman Bates. Oh, and they're all in chronological order. Uh, no, no. I think at some point they, uh, 
they like go back to the beginning kind uh, of thing. Either way, it took away from his character for me. It it made me like think less of him as a villain. Like I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So Psycho Four, uh, there is like a child and an adult in Psycho Four, and so it's called Psycho Four: The Beginning, and it kind of goes back and forth. So is he like out of jail in the other psychos or is he just in jail? Yeah, he's out of jail. In Psycho 2, it's like 10 or 20 years later and he goes back to Bates Motel. Okay. Wait, so he got out of jail even though he killed three people? Yeah. Nice. (laughs) It was the 60s, Respect. (laughs) Justice. But I was thinking about, you're talking about the motel. I love the motel setting like i think I, I like creepy not scary and i think it's creepy and like i think it's like a a cool set and like 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 seeing it and just like seeing that they just built a motel for that i think that's super cool uh the whole thing and i think that that um what was i gonna say like 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 helped it i i you said it was nominated for set didn't win i wonder what would have beat it because i think that that was i think it was a very cool set and setting personally yeah, I mean, I don't know what it was up against. Uh-huh. I feel like it wouldn't have been too hard to beat it. I think I thought it was good. Uh-huh. Just looked like an not, old log cabin. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what else it was up against back then. It, maybe everything else looked a In lot 1960, worse. 1960, yeah, yeah, who knows? <laughs> no, who knows? <laughs> There's no, no knows. way to tell. You can't go back and watch uh-uh. that kind of stuff, you know? There's no archives or anything, yeah. you know? This like, is the I only movie really that know. survived 1960. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hitchcock made sure of it. Yeah, <laughs> he went around and bought every copy and destroyed it. It sounds like something he'd do. Yeah, mad respect. He took his $120 million to just ruin every other movie <laughs> that year. So uh, technically, at the time, it was called uh, Art Direction Black and White, not Set Decoration. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, they've kind of changed, like, what they call these awards uh, as time goes on. Uh, but what won uh, was The Apartment. I hope that movie you know, just I've, took I've, place in an apartment. I've heard that movie has a really great set deck, so and that what, makes sense to me. What won for color was Spartacus. Ooh. I've not seen that. I haven't either, but I know it's famous. It so. is, in fact, very famous. That's correct. Yeah, uh, just kind of like funny that year, um, the uh, uh, Best Picture nominations. Let's scroll down to see. Oh, wait. Did they not have Best Picture that year? Did they just stop oh, doing it, it sometimes? <laughs> best most best motion picture for that year was The Apartment one. Hmm. Maybe we should do The Apartment. Never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never heard of it either, but apparently, you know, it was a big deal at the time. So uh do we have any any favorite parts, favorite lines? I mean it's it's got an eight point three on IMDB, so didn't beat this. No, it didn't. We've also heard of this one. That's true. <laughs> uh, favorite? I mean, the shower scene, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I think that's that was my favorite just because it's just like, hey, look, it's that it's the thing. It's the shower scene, you know? Like, there it is. Uh, seeing the old, the, the mom's corpse, I thought was fun. That's an image creepy. that has stuck with me lifelong. Honestly, like really, yeah, like uh, I watched it again, or like I watched it again, and um, 
it was kind of like, I don't know what happened, but like, I'd like had like a visceral flashback to being a child and watching that. Oh, really? Like, and, and I, I it, like that image of the corpse rolling. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty, pretty little. I don't think it like scared me, but for some reason that just, is just stayed like with stuck you. in my head. Yeah. Those would probably be my two favorites. I think I really liked the parlor scene. I liked, I, I thought the parlor was like cool and create like the birds everywhere. There's a lot of bird uh, symbolism in the movie. I don't, I, I don't know. I read about it. I didn't. You can look it up if you want. There's <laughs> owls. Interesting and, and, enough uh, to mention on the interesting podcast, enough but to mention, not to explain. It, there's just so much to talk about. We would be talking for like 15 more, 20 more minutes about birds. Is you that know? involved? Yeah. Hitchcock's got a lot to do with birds, too. He made a movie called Birds. Yeah. Which uh, is... About the band The Birds, right? Yeah. 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 I've heard that that's his magnum opus. The Birds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite lines, favorite parts for you, fellas? Uh, I like in the very end when they're doing the psychiatrist uh, report in the police station. And uh, is it, that the psychiatrist? Like, why, that- why, why, did, why did he do that? And just some random cop is like, because he's a transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, that oh. was nuts. <laughs> oh, I was like, wow, that was, that was shocking to just... Uh, <laughs> It really took me out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that was your favorite line. That was my favorite line. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite scene was when the investigator was going up the stairs and very easily should have seen him running at him with a knife and didn't see him. You know what's and funny? Then, <laughs> and then and then like stumbles down the stairs for yeah. an entire flight of stairs. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. You know what's funny about that scene? Uh I forgot to read this trivia off, but uh the Hitchcock couldn't make it to set the first time they filmed that scene for some reason. He was sick. So like film that scene without him and he gets there and he was like, Oh, this is really good, but we're going to do it again. And then he shot it again himself, even though he liked what they did <laughs> just so that he could do it. Yeah. That's, that's it. That sounds like Alfred Hitchcock to me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I, I give this movie a lot of credit. There are some moments I think are really good. Of course, the shower sequence, of course, uh, the, um, his uh like dialogue with Marion I thought was like really like yeah interesting and like I was actually pulled into it um I just think Anthony Perkins really like did a great job I think he made the movie yeah I think he did too um yeah I I feel like that's maybe what was tough for me was that that felt like the climax of the movie was like and, and the building action Marion and and uh, Norman talking that ends with the shower scene. And then just after that, I'm just not interested anymore. Like I just felt like the rest of the movie was significantly less interesting. Yeah. Like I, I really can't, I couldn't care less about the whole Sam and Lila thing. Like, yeah. But yeah, Mm. like that, that part, I, I like them, but like, I liked, you know, him and like, like dealing with it and dealing with the private eye, like that stuff. And then when they catch him, like I was still engaged every, every step of the way with Norman, I was mm-hmm. engaged and the other stuff after she dies is a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. I like um, the scene when um, Vince Vaughn gets the job at Google. Yeah. And Owen Wilson's with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're, they crash more weddings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I, I particularly like when he uh, finds out that he's the biological father of like 600 children. That's a really good part too. I think that was real life actually. 
That's just Vince. <laughs> That's just Vince. My bad. Yeah. I Sorry. like it when he's um, throwing a party for his daughter's sweet 16 and uh, two cops come in and shoot the pony he got for his daughter. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was pretty good. Or when he's with his best friends and they start a fraternity. Oh, yeah. I really like when Vince Vaughn um, becomes the true detective. <laughs> the true detective. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The you character, the way, true detective. Way more Vince Vaughn stuff than I have. This is all in Psycho. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. I like just it. watched it. I like when Vince Vaughn. I like Vaughn. when he plays dodgeball. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that part's really good, too. I like Vince Vaughn when he is uh, a second-tier newscaster and he wears a suit from the toilet store. <laughs> I, I think my favorite, though, without a doubt, is when he uh, goes to Vegas with his uh, best friend who uh, later becomes Iron Man's bodyguard. Oh, yeah. And then you realize that, like, Psycho is actually in the MCU. He was in The Lost World. This oh, yeah, was? that's right. I don't yeah. remember that at all. Yeah, he's yeah. the cameraman. He's the cameraman. Oh, weird. Cameraman slash, like... He was there all along as like a veterinarian to like save the animals. Like he wasn't really just a cameraman. It was uh I like it. Uh, he was li- conning even then. I like it when he becomes Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 or Fred Claus, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Santa Claus's brother. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Vaughn is just he's been in some bangers. Yeah. Let's just say. That was all in Psycho. I'm really happy someone brought up delivery, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> one of the more obscure <laughs> just fun yeah <laughs> and that's why he's scott's favorite actor well, you'll know soy david wozniak <laughs> uh, i liked it when him and jennifer aniston broke up <laughs> <laughs> that was the last one i could think of. yeah i like All when right. he hangs out with mr smith Wait, from oh Mr. yeah, that's Mrs. right. From Mr. I've, Mrs. I've not Smith. seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I didn't know he was in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's his like business partner slash buddy. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. I don't even remember him from that movie. That's funny. He's part of like the assassin organization, though. Like he's his like handler or something. Man, we should do a Vince Vaughn month where we celebrate all those movies. Vince are definitely Vaughn absolutely. year. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Season three is the season of Vince. Do you think he's had forty movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without we a just doubt. named like 15 without even trying. <laughs> All right. Well, season three is coming. Do you think uh, we could get Vince on the pod? We could try if we did a Vince Vaughn year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I we're, like- we review movies and we're actually dedicating an entire year to your filmography. Can you just like give us five minutes of a. We, I think we could pay for a cameo for that. We, no. if, he's, if he's on cameo, you say, "Hey, Vince Vaughn, we're doing a podcast where we review movies you absolutely should have seen. Up to now, we have not picked a single <laughs> Vince Vaughn movie, <laughs> but we're doing Vince Year. However, it is the year of Vince. You know, I would forgive the fact that you haven't done a single one of my movies if you're devoting an entire year to my career." Yeah. I'd forgive that for sure. Oh, yeah. It actually gives more credibility because otherwise I just think you guys are weird simps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Jake, you want to take us into Ratingville? Let's do it. Oh, shoot. I don't have my I don't have my units ready. Uh, I, 8.2 uh, mummified corpses of your mother. Your mother, Scott. Oh, nice. Uh, Zach? I'm going to give it uh, 6.9 knives that never actually pierce your flesh. 
Dang, I was gonna do knives against pressed up against your body. <laughs> That's funny, Tyler. Uh, I'm gonna give this uh, seven point two uh, mothers in my head. That sounds like a like a band. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking that same thing. Dibs on that band name. But it's the whole thing. Seven point two mothers in my head. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna give this seven point four cars sunk in a a giant bog. <laughs> uh, so this comes out to a seventy five percent on so just, rotten potatoes, just under Alien. Yeah, just shy one percent under. Climbing. Um, once again, the other guys gave this a 96% and IMDB gave it an 8.5, but it is a 75% on Rotten Potatoes coming in at the number 42 spot. And how's this doing with the other Spooktober picks? It is our, uh, third lowest so far out of this. So it's the lowest one so far out of this Spooktober. Yeah. But it's. Which makes it the fourth. Still higher than three yeah. Spooktober <laughs> picks from last year. Yeah. Um, we rated this what a seventy five. Seventy five. What yeah. did we rate Vertigo again? Uh, Vertigo was higher. Vertigo. I, I rated Vertigo very high. I loved it. Yeah. Vertigo was eighty four percent. This movie made me appreciate Vertigo even more. Oh yeah. Same. Vertigo is without a doubt my favorite Hitchcock movie. Really? Um, yeah, I've seen a fair few at this point. Not like nearly all, but I've seen probably like six. I want to say. Where does Psycho land for you? I think I like uh, Vertigo, and then I like Dial M for Murder, and then. Um, <clears throat> What's the what's the one North by Northwest and then Psycho? Gotcha. I will say this, Jake. I originally had this at an eight, and Zach talked me down point six. It's a bummer. Ooh. It's this is actually kind of interesting uh, between Vertigo and this. Uh, so uh, Zach, you rated this movie a six point nine. You rated Vertigo a seven point nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott rated this movie a seven point four. He rated uh, Vertigo an eight point four. So like oh wow. Like, consistently trending a full point higher. Yeah. Jake was uh, 8.2 and then 9.2. And then I was 7.2 and 8.1. So I oh, broke it almost. from being wow. exactly, almost exactly a, a point, point higher for everyone. That's pretty That's funny. Crazy. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Well, next week, what do we got Ty? Uh, next week we are closing out Spooktober. It's, it's sad. I mean, we've worked and waited so long for Spooktober Round two, but the oct is always out in our hearts. Yeah, the oct the, will, but yeah, the spooked is the spooked is going away temporarily, and the nov is in. You know, yeah, the nov <laughs> is back in. Yeah, much there's, nov. There's still much spook even through next week. Still though, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think we're landing on the least of the spook. Mm, I don't. I, would I disagree. Don't, I don't know that I would watch Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that I would call this movie that we're doing next week a horror at all. Honestly, IMDb would agree with you. Yeah. Uh, however, it is uh, for a lot of people one of the scariest roles they've ever seen. Uh, we are going to be covering Silence of the Lambs. Yes, Ooh. spooky doesn't seem like the right adjective for this movie, but scary definitely fits. Yeah, like I think this is scarier than. Both the alien and uh, and for sure psycho. Sure, but I feel like it's scary. I guess in the way that like uh, Zodiac is scary, right? Like it's just like a, a, a scary dude. Like it's a. Th- I feel like a thriller. You know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Either way, great movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, the lead a little bit. IMDb would classify it as a crime drama thriller. So. 
There you go. I'm excited to talk about it. Nonetheless, I'm excited to talk about it. I still believe it belongs in Spooktober. Yeah. And I believe it belongs in Spooktober more than Young Frankenstein. (laughs) 